emergency? We in there. And we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Cocktail Murder. Yes, this is another episode, another day, another dollar. Um, another day, another dollar. <laughs> That's gross. all we get in this life, a dollar. I know, this stupid rat race, right? Seriously. Like, Jesus, please, sir, can I have some more is what I feel like. <laughs> <Head ass. laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, boy. Wow. Um, Do you, should we take the shot? Oh, my God. Seriously, we should. Okay, let's take the shot. I'm surprised it took us this long to. I know. What what did we do? You know, what are we on a health kick or something? (laughs) Did we just work out really hard today? (laughs) Did we work out super hard? Yes. Yes. We did, and I didn't want to do it. We're trying to get it right, get it tight, because hot girl summer is exactly right around the corner. It is, it is. And baby girl, I am for the streets. Okay, summer, nothing but, nothing but. Maybe a little bit, just a tad bit, (laughs) until my man calls me or something. Psych, I don't have a man. (laughs) Ain't nobody calling me this summer. (laughs) All right, cheers. Oh, Lord. Sorry to the audience. If you can hear Charlie in the background, he's crying. I actually put him in his crate so that he'd be quiet. And he's actually louder than he would be (laughs) if he were out here. It's all good. He'll get used to it. Yeah. But uh, welcome to Cocktail Murder. We Mm -hmm. talk about murder. We sure do. We primarily talk about cases that involve people of color victims and black victims because those are the stories that go untold, Mm -hmm. unsolved, underreported, and uh, it's really fucked up. It is so fucked up, actually. Yeah, it actually is Um, because we always hear about the beautiful story of a a little pretty blue-eyed blonde hair girl right um and everyone loves that you know that type of story for whatever reason Mm -hmm. um but there are multiple stories like the person like that and um they aren't white um and we're just here to give that platform to those who are not white exactly (laughs) right (laughs) because again those stories go untold yeah man um but we also drink that's why we're called cocktail murder that's why we took a shot we just took a shot of crown yeah pour up another let's pour up another shot give me goosebumps Um, and i totally did not once again have a topic to talk about for our belligerent we'll just uh we'll get we'll just talk about whatever let's see um I can say that I am so happy to find a guy um, on TikTok who is basically like totally 100% against Kevin Sam- Samuels. Oh, um, and a part of me was like, kind of like, okay, maybe Kevin Samuels, like maybe he, he you know, he has some like talking points, maybe he has something going on. Um, and, you know, he may not be totally wrong, but then the more I look into his shit, because he always says, like, have you even watched my videos? Have you watched all of my videos? Have you watched oh every gosh, episode? Or do you, that, when you yeah. wa- do you only watch clips? So I'm like, well, let me take it upon myself to watch clips. So not clips, um, his videos. And yeah. the more I dug into his videos, the more I despise right, him. The worse he got. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you don't get any better by me watching every single one of your videos. First of all, his rating scale to women is purely based off of like eurocentric features um you have to be tall and slender and slim and white um for you to be a 10 that's the most important part i think (laughs) yeah oh i'm sorry well he says kelly Rowland is a 10 um which is yeah fine totally i agree but she does i mean let's face it she looks like a black barbie doll yeah (laughs) like she has euro you know she's a very beautiful woman gorgeous yes and i wouldn't take that away from her but I don't want to say average black woman, but yeah, she's not. Which she typically, the like, you know, we like you said, she, she is a black Barbie doll, and yeah. that is not your typical black woman. Absolutely that is not. not with the typical black woman. Exactly. Like. Yeah, we're usually curvaceous, and um, we have stronger features or equally beautiful, but basically everything he hates. Everything he hates. So I was just happy to see that there was like a guy that went 
he was just totally against it, you know? Yeah, because guys tend to agree with him a lot. Um, yeah. And those are the main people that like the to repost. Yeah, a lot of the bugs. Yeah. yeah, they like to repost his stuff. You know what I hate? A lot of people repost a lot of his clips that are um, like degrading women yes. and downplaying yeah. women and making fun of women. And I know yeah. they think it's funny and it's like, ha, 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 shit is like fun but and games. Not. But it's not funny at all. And just like you, I watched uh, a full episode of his because I've only seen clips right. and I've seen him say things like, yeah, get your well, fat ass off only- here. Get- <laughs> he literally, I'm quoting him. I'm not paraphrasing. I'm quoting he him. Has said these he things. said shit like, get your fat ass off of here. Like he says shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And the thing is, is that these women actually come on here seeking for advice. Well, that that's and that's what's thing fucked that I up. Don't get. I think that they are just as bad as the men that support him. Mm. They go on there um, hoping that they that he will give them some kind of value. Mm. And um, and then they go on there and then they are surprised when he's like, well, you have an average face and you basically can only get a bum for a man because you yeah. look like a bum. Like that's what you're worth. That's yeah. What he, and it, yeah, and it's just like it's uh, – dude, honestly, it's fucked up. The and then, fuck up. And these women need to stop going on there. Just stop, stop listening <laughs> Stop to entertaining him. Honestly, I'm sick and tired of not just him but all of these like relationship oh, advice-giving ass motherfuckers thank you. on here because yeah. – what I don't get is like people will give you advice based on themselves, yes. I think, and what uh-huh. they would want out of a relationship. What they value. And, uh, yeah, I guess you could give kind of general advice, but the advice they're not they're, they're giving is not general. Nope. They're being very specific, especially him in particular. Mm-hmm. You're being specific mm-hmm. towards these women and saying that you, just the way you look, you can't get a man mm. of, of this amount of worth. And what's <sighs> fucked up is I see it all the time. Right. Um, I guess maybe if they don't look um, or if a woman like looks the part, sometimes she's dumb. We've talked about this in episodes yeah. before where like it's not just about like your looks like men will settle for like a dummy. Yep. If they look good. Yeah. You know? But it's 100%. like, is that where that's what you think you deserve? You think you yeah. deserve a dummy that looks good? Exactly. You know? I don't yeah. know. Whatever. That's whatever. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. But yeah, I – I just think we need to stop just giving these people a platform. Yeah. Like, stop. I mean, don't at, even um, entertain Derek them. Jackson. Jackson yeah. The- oh, my gosh. <laughs> that incident was just You know what? I, I remember a specific, like, clip of his on Instagram, and he was, like, talking about um, – Make sure that you stay looking nice for your man mm. and blah, 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 all this stuff. Oh, wow. Because if you don't look nice for your man, he's going to go look at the next chick that looks nice. Whatever. But did you see his lady? Here's the thing. She, I'll say that she absolutely does not deserve the fire. But I can say. No, she does not. I, no, you're right. I, but I, I can say when right I put there. my bonnet on, I do think about the video that she posted saying, what did she say? This is my helmet of of, 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 of honor? Something? No, something like that. I don't She's know. A warrior Where, yeah. So every time I put my bonnet on, I do, I do think about that. And I do find it corny and funny. I don't even own a bonnet. And she wears a I should, suit. Though. I should. She wore a vest suit. Like a, uh, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't a, a, a woman's cute, pants Yeah, suit. no, it was a vest. It was it a was men's. A, a three-piece <laughs> suit. I think I saw a bow tie. Were I don't you remember. I, I don't it know. And I think she had her, her uh, helmet of. <laughs> Righteousness. Of <laughs> I think she had that on too, holding the saxophone. I don't know. But I mean, Whoa. all I'm saying is. And then Do, she had no shoes on. Did you? That, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yep. You didn't want to finish that. That was, uh, took the picture I guess not. Or? That was her Sunday best for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I just think, honestly, I mean, even going with like what you said that Derek Jackson said, like look good for your man, whatever. Definitely do that. But honestly, if your man's eyes aren't trained and I hate to talk to them like dogs, but I mean, come on, let's, let's call it. So like 
if their eyes aren't trained, they're going to look regardless. And that's just how guys are. So with that being said, dress up for you. Like, don't even dress up for them. Like, fuck that. You know what I mean? I I am a firm believer in getting cute for your man. Sure. Absolutely. I don't think that. But don't only seek validation from your man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't yeah, solely do it look, for him. I know men are going to look because I look. Yeah, one hundred percent. Pretty girl, walk beautiful by, girl, bad, whatever. Oh my god, if she got a booty, oh, I'm gonna say, damn, that girl got a fat oh, yeah. ass. Like, oh, I break necks. <laughs> like you know, and I'll break my neck and right. and look at you. So one hundred percent. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, it's like yeah. I, that doesn't bug me. I think so, now if you're being disrespectful about it now, if you breaking your neck to look at her, yeah, oh yeah, doing all that, yeah, 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 that's an issue. But I don't mind like a glance or whatever. But don't maybe don't say anything unless I'm like, damn, she had a fat ass. Then you could be like, yeah, I saw. You know, but yeah. don't don't overdo it. Either. So um, this kind of goes into another topic. I was scrolling through TikTok through TikTok, whatever, um, and TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, and you and I had a conversation about, um, like, if you're dating someone um, or if they're, like, your significant other and they like photos, like, they like, you know, Instagram yes. baddies, mm-hmm. photos, whatever, okay, or models, whatever, and they follow them and they're all up on it. So I was scrolling through TikTok, right, and um, there were a lot of people generation z who were saying that we need to like we literally normalized this shit because some people say well you're insecure if you feel a way about it and other people are saying well no you're not insecure it's kind of disrespectful because you're objectifying these women um which is also fucked up so anyways i was just looking at this whole rant that like a lot of you know, Generation Z people were saying about how it's normalized and how fucked up it is and that we need to stop normalizing that. So what do you think about that as a millennial? Because I'm Gen Z and I, to be quite, and remember, I came to you about it and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And then you were kind of like, well, it is what it is. And I'm like, well, I don't know. So it's kind of, I'm leaning towards the, why are we normalizing this? So I, I actually want right. to hear like your so take. So you're more of like on the conservative side of, of it. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like, it's like, oh, that's what you like. And and yeah. it's hard for me to believe you like my body type when you really like right, that. But right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like and I don't know if that comes off as insecure well, I, I don't just, know how that comes off as. I but. just think that men are thirsty mm. like I just I, I think it's that simple and so no I don't believe that a man is scrolling down the timeline full of bad bitches and it's like yeah I want my girl to look like her they might mm. fantasize about her but let's keep it a buck a lot of these dudes that are scrolling down the timeline of bad bitches they're never in a million years thinking that they could get with them mm. you know I don't think that they feel like oh yeah like I can make her my girl like mm. no I think that a lot of those girls especially like social media influencers mm-hmm. it's pretty well known that they go for a certain caliber or type True. of man True. and uh the man scrolling down the timeline full of bad bitches um well, I guess it depends on who is scrolling, but a lot of the times it's not the type of man it's, that, it's, that they yeah. would go for. So mm-hmm. to me, I guess it's like it's just like not a big deal. Now, have I confronted people about mm-hmm. it in the past? Yes. I mean, I wasn't like you shouldn't be liking their pictures, but sure. I was like, nigga, every time I go to like I a see bad your bitch's picture, your name is there first. <laughs> the like, first thing. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. How do you know all the bad bitches that I know? Yeah, exactly. Like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, because I'm not looking at them in a thirsty way. I'm looking at them Inspiration. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more inspo. It's more she's pretty. I'm yeah. looking like at their makeup, like how yeah. you do your makeup. 100%. Or like outfits. Yeah, or... I'm working my ass off to get a nice body. Like I'd like my yeah. body to resemble yeah. this person's body yeah yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of them are fake but whatever it is what it is yeah, <laughs> that's life. um but so yeah i guess for me like it's not that big of a deal especially i think if you talk about it because like i said if i had an issue with it i put it out in the mm-hmm. open and it was talked about and there was kind of um not a not an agreement but an understanding mm. of like 
I like you and I don't need you to look like these bitches on in order the, for yeah. Yeah, in order for me to love you and love your body. It's just yeah. like, come on, their ass is out. Like, how do you not? It is you eye candy, I mean? yeah. There was a like, study on oh shit, I forgot what they compared it to, but there's like this thing in our brain that like goes from like um like me understanding that th- that you are a human being and then let's say I look at that piece of you know, or I look at that wall and there's like a chemical that releases or whatever. And it's like an understanding like that is not a human. I can punch a hole in that wall and right. it feels nothing like exactly. so they said so they did the same study on men and the way men look at women with their clothes on and with their clothes off. And they yeah. found that with their clothes off, that chemical releases where they basically don't look at you as a human no, being. They're literally objectifying yeah, you. Literally. So it's yeah, that's I just thought that that was like yeah. really fucking interesting. And understanding that makes me a little bit more comfortable with the idea. I mean, it's don't ever objectify a woman. Let's just make that very clear. Yeah. But it makes me a little bit more comfortable knowing like you're liking this yeah. photo because you're objectifying her well, and it's can like I, can I ask a question that might get me in trouble but I'm gonna yes. ask it anyways please are these women wanting to be objectified hmm. so, is it okay, okay to objectify you if you are if and your ask- purpose is to <laughs> oh, God. be objectified I was gonna say if you're asking for it oh <laughs> Oh, we're treading on that. Okay, so see, there's such fine lines nowadays, and it's hard to like navigate it because yes, no, you should not objectify women. Absolutely not. If if a woman's brand is by showing off her body, that's kind of it. May be okay, so it may be empowering to her. And, you know, inspirational to other women, but also it can be objectified. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe I'm a prude, but like, I don't know. I don't no, no, know no. how it can be like I empowering guess to me. To me. No, it's talk just, to me. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, not yeah. empowering to me. I just don't. My thing is for me is that like, I don't find perverts looking at me empowering. Like that's just my thing because it's like oh you're a I find it disgusting for which is also fucked up. But my life, I was an exotic dancer. You sure were, and so I have lived that life, and I've been there. Yeah, and like I just I didn't like it. I just I did not like it, you know, and um, it wasn't fun. And granted, I made a lot of money and things were very good. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure a lot of these women too on here they're making a lot of money. Even yeah. like the OnlyFans girls, they're making yeah, like yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. They're doing what they do. But again, to me, I knew what I was doing wasn't like. Yeah, I don't want to say it was wrong or right, but for me, it wasn't just right. Didn't there was feel just right. To yeah, you. I just you felt I like didn't there was more to be doing it. Yeah, and and granted, when I when I started, I it, think... it was straight up for fun. It wasn't for like, oh, I have to do this, so let me take yeah, off yeah, my clothes yeah, yeah. and do this. No, I did it because I was like, I was young, and I was like, fuck it, like let's do it. And, and so it was yeah. a fun time, but I also like. I knew I, I shouldn't have been doing it at the same time. So I'm like, I'm actively on TikTok, right? And I do see a lot of exotic dancers um, glorifying it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get a lot of young girls who are yeah, freshly flush, you know, they're freshly 18 years old and they're kind of like, well, shit, I can make money this way. I'm cute. Yeah. I have a hot body. But, you know, I could just do it this way. Then they do it. And then I feel like you kind of quickly realize, realize yeah. that that's not what you want to do. Because I know a few myself who, you know, where they, they're making great money. They're, you know, beautiful women. But they also don't like it at all. Like they yeah. vent about how much they hate it. The you know, up, how they truly hate it. The so. thing is that it's just one of those lifestyles. Because it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it is kind of hard to get out of. Mm. Like, again, I was doing it for six years. And so after six years, 
I didn't have any schooling. I didn't have any like work experience. Like yeah. I can't go to a job interview and be like, yeah, for the last six years yeah. I was stripping. You know, yeah. like it just, it doesn't work that way. So yeah, it is hard to get out of it. Yeah. You're so right. Just like the way that it's like quote unquote empowering and how a lot of people make it seem that way. It is glamorizing it for a lot of young girls. And I was that young mm. impressionable girl the first couple weeks I moved to yeah. Las Vegas. That's when oh, I started, yeah. you know, because yeah. it was just like, wow, look at these beautiful women. They're making all this money. They're living in these beautiful, big ass penthouse yeah. apartments. Yeah. And then I got into it and I was like, oh my God, like this isn't as easy as I thought it was right. going to be. Like, And people think it's an easy job too. And it's I not. I don't <laughs> think it is. Yeah, it's not an easy job, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess to some women it's empowering, but to me personally, um, I tried to find the power in it and I didn't. Couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I've, you know, some people say like, you know, you got to be built for that lifestyle. I don't. And look, I, I'm. let me just say this disclaimer really quick. I am not knocking anybody's hustle. Mm-mm. That's what you do. Get your money. Nobody's stopping you. Nobody will ever stop you. Whatever your plan is, move on, you know, keep moving forward with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have a conversation about this and um, someone was like, yeah, you, you kind of just have to be like built for that lifestyle. And I rebutted with I don't think anyone is ever built for that. No, you know, you just so get either. used to it. You get used mm-hmm. to that environment. You mm-hmm. get used to the trauma that comes with that environment. Right. That's like being in an abusive home where um, you're kind of used to the abuse. So it's not abusive anymore. You're just right. kind of taking the blows. And, was, and, and that was basically it. No one is built for it. Just some no. people just endure it a little bit more. Yeah, you just you just go through it. You just and then some people are like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. Like, uh, this is not it, you yeah. know. And they're strong enough to leave. Yeah. Um. But and, and you said something too about like the money, and I guess like going back to the empowerment, like I guess mm. a lot of women Ooh, found empowerment in that through it's the money, not the actual act. It's the actual money what that you they get from it. it. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, we're it, what other you know, fucking human being, human species can make money based off of their looks. Only a woman can really do that. I know, yes, there are males out there, but no, really thinking about it, like women. Oh, no, women, we we can make money off of our pinky toes. We we absolutely can off of our underwear, (laughs) off of anything we really can. And that, I mean, yeah, to a degree. Yeah. There is power so, yeah, in that. Yeah, there, that is absolutely yeah. empowering. Yeah, for sure. So I could because totally it's like, yeah, I can that. make you. You know, you can send me an X amount of money for feet yeah. pictures. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. And, and a lot of women, I think, find power in the fact that like they are doing it themselves. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing this. No one is telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. This is for me. I mean, I guess they find empowerment in that too. Um, I, I guess, you know, once again, yeah. it just it, I tried it. It wasn't for me, whatever. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and I didn't try it I mean, for like a it all boils months. down I, I to. Years in this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all, and this is, you know, I hate that I have to say this, but it really does boil down to how you measure your worth. Like, yeah. there is empowerment and money to some people, but to some people, your life is priceless. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's why I say Your body is priceless. Like, <laughs> it's just money is like, would I love to have money? Absolutely. absolutely. I need to. We, we all have to Fuck have money. Yeah. We need it. We yeah. literally cannot live without yeah, money. But how much are you uh, worth? Yeah. You know? And some people put a price tag on, which is, uh, yeah. you know, and if that's. <laughs> <laughs> If that's and you, that's you. Do you, mama? Exactly. If that's you, that's you. There's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, yeah. I saw a meme and it was like, I don't knock anyone, anyone's hustle. I don't care if you sell pussy or cupcakes. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, but that's true. If you sell pussy or cupcakes, then it is what it is. But yeah, I, yeah, I just think yeah, it definitely boils down to how you measure your worth, how you measure yeah, your time, yeah, your skill, how you. You know, and yeah, and once again, like I said, when I started, it wasn't because like anybody told me to. It yeah. was, I don't think it was glamorized for me. It was just like, oh, this would be a fun thing to do at 18 yeah, years. It's old. an experience, yeah, it yeah. was an experience, exactly. Yeah. But the issue that came with that is once again, it does become a lifestyle and it's right. hard to leave it. It really, mm-hmm. really is because that money is so fast, yeah. and then you spend that money. 
just as fast as you make it. Mm. And so it's like once you think like, okay, I'm done, then you're like, oh, fuck, I'm broke. Let me go back and make some yeah. more real quick. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not to knock anyone's hustle. I guess not to knock the people that create platforms to give us to give people bogus relationship advice. Ugh. I guess you do YouTube because as long as people are giving oh you the God. platform, you're going to have it. This is where we live now. This is the era that we live. <laughs> exactly. So. But I would just say to everyone like when you see these people on social media, whether yeah. it's a relationship advice, whatever person, or if it's a stripper or a, a sex worker of mm -hmm. any kind, like just remember that it's social media mm. and that everything that you see is going to be glamorized and it's going to look better True. than what it is. And so just like be careful, try yeah. lightly. Yeah. And whatever profession you choose, just Make sure that's what you want to do. Yeah. It do just is. Research, yeah, it know? is what it is, you know? And if you want to be the best fucking stripper out there, then be the best fucking stripper yeah, out there. Then be the like, best. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Yeah. And it is do what it is. Really do it. Because <laughs> other, you know, other workers have their downfall too. Other industries have their downfall too, you know? So. Oh, but. yeah. I mean, I work for a very corporate, in a very corporate Oof. setting right now. And that yeah. sucks. I, yeah. <laughs> Well, I Listen, tell. if I didn't gain 157 <laughs> pounds, then I'd be right back on that pole, bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, let's take this shot really oh, quickly. Yeah. Sounds good. We're drinking Crown, you guys. Crown Royal. Yes. Good little whiskey. Oof. Cheers. Oh, oh boy. I don't know who's first. I would say, I would lie to you and say, I don't know either, but I did just check and <laughs> it's you. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's find my story. All right. We're going to DC today. Ooh, okay. Which I've never been to. I've never been to DC. Me neither. I'd like to go. It's very historical, I believe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got a lot of my information from uh, True Crime um, Daily on okay. YouTube, which Ooh. I love them. They always give okay. good information. Um, a little bit from Wikipedia, and lastly from Inside Edition. Ooh. Um, and that article is called... I don't want to give the name of the article because it's going to give my whole story away. Oh. <laughs> um, so I'll give it to you maybe at the end or I'll put it in the description. Sure. Okay, but my story today is about Relisha Rudd. Mm. So Relisha Rudd is a young black girl and she was pretty much dealt a bad card at birth. Mm. Um, I mean... Some people just are, and yeah. I, I honestly, I feel so bad for that because, um, oh my gosh, this is why I'm like pro-choice, mm. is because I think a lot of times um, people get pregnant, and people that are in terrible situations mm. get pregnant, and I think that they should have the choice um, yeah. to bring a child into this world. I think it's... A terrible decision to know that you're in a terrible situation yes and still decide to bring a child yeah into it yeah like oh my god that is so I uh, that is just beyond me mm -hmm. I can't mm -hmm. believe people actually do that agreed <clears throat> okay so she was one of several children that belonged to Shamika Young mm -hmm. and growing up Relisha and her family they had a really hard life Relisha in particular was known to beg teachers to stay late after school and she'd make up excuses to not have to go home um, she was even known to call the place that she lived the trap house Oh, wow. um, and she was she's just a child yeah so, um it, it oh man it makes Poor me baby. sad yeah thinking yeah. that she would rather stay at school and beg her yeah. teachers to stay at school rather than going home it just mm. kind of speaks to like how bad yeah home was yeah. you know mm. 
Um, Child Protective Services had already been looking into this family beginning when Relisha was about two years old and she was the youngest, I believe. They were called initially because she would go to school unshowered, hair unwashed, dirty clothes, and it got to the point where the teachers or her teachers at school would bring extra clothes for her to change into. So the teachers were like, yo, like... The, her clothes and I'm assuming that they were so dirty yeah. that they had to like bring other clothes which is so sad um, yeah so CPS had already been kind of looking into this family Shamika um, and her kids the mother um, they had been living with her sister Ashley and uh, they had to find a new place to stay eventually and that was because her sister was living in government housing and they basically said like they weren't allowed to live there anymore Mm. whatever however that the government housing works um or whatever so shamika moved herself and her kids to a dc homeless shelter okay ah Uh, that that also makes me sad too because it just speaks to like generational curses right where you have to you and your kids have to live with your sister who was also in a pretty bad situation that she has to live in government housing oh man that's why i'm so for that's why we both you and i honey and the rest of our siblings are trying to break those generational curses because we just don't want to be in the same position as the last exactly and and our parents they were not bad off like you know we didn't come from like but there are so many different generational curses we talk about as a family Mm -hmm. that we just want to agree to break (laughs) yeah Yeah. we're like we are not doing this again yeah um Okay, so the shelter that they moved into was known to be a pretty terrible place as well. It was known for drug dealing, sexual assaults, bed bugs, spoiled food. So Jesus. basically everything under the sun, everything oh, you can think of. So sad. They also said that there was a playground for the kids to play in, but it wasn't safe for kids to play on. Oh my God. So this homeless shelter was like a general shelter. So, you mm. know, a lot of shelters are like women and children mm. only, um, but this one was for families. So they had, I want to say it was like, uh, like a hundred people oh that were living under this one and it was like a small shelter it wasn't like mm-hmm. big enough to house as many people as, as it was housing for sure mm. um, <clears throat> yeah okay Okay, so despite her circumstances, though, Relisha remained a pretty happy child. Everyone described her to be fun, creative, and she was a character. Which is like that oh, children are so like it, they could be yeah. in the worst circumstances and still have that the childlike lightest fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Man, adulthood breaks you down. Honey. Boy, does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Yep, it sure does. During their time in the homeless shelter, Shamika's sister, Ashley, would still watch the kids on weekdays and weekends whenever she could, pretty much. But she started noticing that Shamika would drop her sons off, but rarely ever dropped her daughter, Relisha, off. Hmm. Okay. When Ashley asked why, Shamika said that she would be spending time with her godfather. And on days that Relisha was at Ashley's house, which was pretty rare that Relisha would stay there at her aunt's house, her quote-unquote godfather, Khalil Tatum, would come and pick her up and take her out. Hmm. I don't like that. Right? Khalil Tatum was... It's just... It's so crazy, like, listening to that because... With us, mom, she didn't let anybody... None. <laughs> like literally, it was just us. Like, yeah. There was never like a a godfather in our life that mom was like, oh yeah, he's gonna come pick you up, honey or, up. Yeah. You know, like just no. one of us up. That's no. crazy. Doesn't make sense at yeah. all. <laughs> we. She always made sure we were together. Yeah. So, exactly. Like one way or another. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if we were with someone, I mean, they were the most trustworthy of people. Absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, literally our godparents. Literally, yeah. like, legally our godparents. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, so Khalil Tatum, he was actually a janitor at the homeless shelter where they lived. He was 50 years old and he befriended eight-year-old Relisha and even bought her a tablet and took her to Disney on ice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shamika's okay. sister and mother thought it was weird of course, this sure. is a 50-year-old man that is befriending yeah. an 8-year-old girl. Um, so they thought it was weird, but Shamika insisted that he takes great care of Relisha as if she was his daughter. Okay. What about your other kids? Yeah, I was going to say, like, it could be one of those things where it's kind of like, as an because he's a janitor, right? Or, I would just think. Like, as an adult, you, like, look at the child, like... Oh, like you're in a bad situation. I want to let me take you under my wing. Yeah, that's how I. But if there are other children involved, it's kind of like yeah. Why not the rest of the family? I don't. You know. Yeah, exactly. But I get, I get that though. Yeah. And after a while, like Ashley and um and their mother Melissa. Um, they said we didn't talk to him much, but we would hold like a conversation and we've held conversations with him and like he was pretty trustworthy. So they mm. didn't if they thought it was weird in the beginning after a while, they just kind of felt like that. Like, OK, yeah. well, he's just like taking her in as like a daughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just still like, oh, I just I guess I don't trust people. Yeah. <laughs> Me personally. <laughs> Um, Relisha attended school every day until one day she just stopped showing up. Oh, no. The school reached out to her mother, Shamika, to see what was going on. And Shamika said that Relisha had been having some health issues and is being taken care of by her doctor. She then proceeded to send in a doctor's note to the school saying that Relisha is under the care of Dr. Khalil Tatum. <sighs> Oh, boy. The school eventually found out that the note was bogus, and then they contacted authorities. Jeez. On March 19th, the police showed up to Ashley's home, Shamika's sister, with their guns drawn. They were in search of Relisha. Ashley and her mother, Melissa, had no idea that Relisha had gone missing. (laughs) Had no idea. And so remember, like Relisha was rarely ever at their at their yeah, house because yeah. Shamika only dropped off the boys. So Ugh. they're like, well, we never see. And and I do want to say too, Ashley and Shamika, it was said that they had a strained relationship because mm. Shamika was Shamika and the kids were living with her, and mm-hmm. then Ashley was like, yo, you guys have to go. So that put a strain on the relationship because mm. they just kind of felt like they were getting kicked, kicked out. out. Yeah. But Ashley was like, yo, like this isn't my house this is yeah. government housing if yeah. they say you gotta go you gotta go so again they even rarely spoke to each other about anything because of that mm. um so yes um they had no idea that relisha had gone missing and authorities revealed that relisha had been missing for almost three weeks holy shit and no one had filed a missing person's <sighs> no. report Oh my god. Not even her own mom. Wow. After some investigation, police found the last known sighting of Relisha on a surveillance footage on March 1st. It was a video of Khalil Tatum walking with Relisha in a Quality Inn hotel. Oh my god, no. They entered his hotel room. Oh boy. And that's as far as the footage goes. The next day, which was March 2nd, Khalil was caught on surveillance purchasing a carton of black 42-gallon contractor trash bags. On March 20th, which was the day after Relisha was reported missing, Khalil was seen out and about in public as if Relisha had not been missing at all. Oh my god. Which is like... Okay, so he went to, like, buy trash bags, and it's like, okay, were you just buying trash bags because you're a janitor? Or. Or. And also, why would you go buy trash bags? You're a janitor. Go get them from the fucking. From your supply office or something. Yeah. Right? mm. You know, hey, whatever. Mm. Also, yeah, the fact that she had been missing for, like, three weeks and no one had reported her missing is just, oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
So crazy. Um, police were in search of Relisha, but their investigation was halted because instead of finding Relisha, they found Khalil's wife of 24 years shot in the head oh in a Maryland God. motel. What the fuck? Oh my God. With finding her, they went to arrest Khalil for the murder. He was their prime suspect in in his wife's murder. The FBI issued a warrant for his arrest, and on April 1st, they found him. Khalil Tatum was found dead in a shed in Kenilworth Park. He was killed with the same gun that his wife was killed with, so it was believed to have been a murder-suicide. No one has been charged for Relish's disappearance, and it is still an open case. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Jesus. They still haven't found her body or no. any of her remains. And they can't get any, like, leads because Khalil. He was the, the main suspect, and he's <gasps> dead. And they didn't question them. I'm sure they couldn't get any answers out of the mom. Or... I mean, because a lot of people now, they are blaming the mom. A lot yeah. of people everywhere, which in a way, I mean, yeah. you know. Do you think she sold her daughter off? Oh, my gosh. That was my first yeah. thing. That was the first thing I thought of. Um, but to sell her off to a janitor that works at the homeless shelter, unless it was for like mm. drugs or something, I don't know. But they mm. did ask her, why didn't, when you realized your daughter was missing, why yeah. didn't you file the missing persons? And she said she was scared that CPS would come and take her other kids away. So that's why she didn't call. Which, assuming she was on drugs. Assuming, yeah. we. I'm not yeah, sure, yeah. I, you know, not, yeah. it is possible that she could have not been thinking straight. That is at all. 100% possible. She, she did have quite a few excuses for a lot of the things that happened because she was also questioned about... Um, why would you let your daughter be with this grown-ass 50-year-old right. man? Yeah. Because there were times she said that, like, she would spend the night with him. Oh, no. She would spend weekends at his house. Oh, boy. Like, stuff like that. So it was like, yeah. so people are, like, looking at the mom, like, what the fuck are you, what, yeah, what, what was were that? you thinking? Yeah. And what she was saying was basically, like, her having Relisha go with her friend, Khalil Tatum, was her way of getting her um, away from the homeless shelter because the homeless shelter was a, a terrible place in itself. Oh, fuck, and that so, sounds so good. Yeah, so that was her. <laughs> that sounds that very was, good. Oh. She was like, honestly, I would have, I would have done whatever it took to make sure Relisha was not in the yeah, homeless shelter. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. my only daughter, and he was helpful. <sighs> and and yeah, so that's. That was her her excuse for that, which is like, I'm not a mother or anything, but I guess I kind of understand like her being like, especially with all the allegations going on in the homeless, there's sexual assault, especially when it came to yeah. the little girls. And so she was, that was her thing. She was like, I did not want my daughter in the homeless shelter. So I did what I could to make sure she was away from it as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, fuck, that's, that's a good excuse, yeah, too. Like, sounds good. Fuck? You oh, know? And, and yeah, and before they could get anything out of Khalil Tatum, he was already dead. So oh, no. who knows? Who knows? They, they say that they're still in search of the body. It's still an ongoing open case. And um, I don't know. I don't know. And, of course, there are all of these... Um, not allegations, but they say that it just wasn't a widespread case because she was a little black girl. Oh, Jesus. Um, and that, oh my gosh. It Not only was she a little black girl, but she also came from an impoverished family as yeah, well. Yeah, which makes it worse. And yeah, so it's it just makes one people of those not things. like really not care. care and think like, oh, maybe she just ran away or she. Yeah, you know. exactly. And a lot of people tend to just not feel bad for impoverished yeah. families. Like, yeah. you just don't have the same empathy for yeah, them. Yeah, the worst. And just, exactly. That's what I don't understand. 
and, and that was the thing when I was like reading all of these articles on it is they were just kind of going through down the line of authorities and they were like, what about the school? Because she had yeah. been, she had missed like over 30 days of school Holy shit. and the school is, they're supposed to report the children if they miss yeah. over 10 days of school. Mm. And so they're looking at the school like, what so, the hell? Like, why didn't you report it yeah. at 10 days? You know what I yeah. mean? And then like, it was just like a bunch of stuff. Even when it came to the homeless shelter, um, they're supposed to have paperwork of everyone who was living in the homeless shelter, including mm. the children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they said that when the people that work there that were supposed to like basically tally everyone oh. down and make sure everybody yeah. was there, um, they were saying like 50% of the time the entire family wasn't there but they don't they didn't know if it wasn't if it was Relisha that wasn't there yeah. if it was the sons if the mom wasn't there they they didn't say who yeah. wasn't there they just showed as whole family not here and that was over 50% of the time Jeez. yeah another thing was that um, there were strict rules of the staff at the homeless shelter they were not allowed to fraternize with any of the um tenants or any of the people living there mm-hmm. um and khalil tatum a janitor was clearly befriending this yeah. little girl which is clear fraternization yeah. yeah um and so they're like even that so they were just like going down the there line so of basically everything that failed yeah relisha could have possibly failed. and every step of the way that was supposed to protect her from her mother to the staff to the school yeah. to everyone around her to the CPS workers. Yeah, I was going to say, like, in the beginning, you mentioned CPS workers yeah. were involved. And, mm-hmm. like, shouldn't they keep tabs on the family? I would think on, you like, a daily think. basis yeah. just to, yeah. like, make sure that everyone is good to go. So if they find that the daughter is off with some random man yeah, nightly, exactly. it's kind of that that's Spending a red flag. Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot <sighs> wow. So. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that's the story of Relisha Rudd. Oh my gosh. Oh, poor baby. I know, poor girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, um, what a story, what a story. Oh, poor um, baby. I just hope they find her because they're still looking. Her family's still looking for um, So I, this story I got from, um, I got some information from Cases of Color and um, MissingChildren.Wiki. Um, and the person who did this article did a great job. So we're kind of in the same area of what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> Um so this is a little short but um important to speak on so i'm gonna get into it got it i'm gonna talk about bianca jones she was a two-year-old from detroit michigan she was the daughter of bamika jones and deandre lane she was a very sweet precious little child she wore her hair in braids and beads um she was just the darkness like little baby she has this cute ass smile that like those types of babies with puffy cheeks have when like they smile yeah like she's just the most the cutest thing um there isn't much about bianca's life simply because she's a child um so we're just gonna get right into it on december 2nd 2011 DeAndre and Bianca was driving to Bianca's mother's house to get some clothes. Okay, so DeAndre and Bamika, the parents, they're separated, but they're, like, on good terms. Like, you know. Um, So, and DeAndre. everybody's baby mama and baby daddy. Got along, right? But the world would be such a better place. Such a better place. You'd be less bitter, you know. (sighs) Okay, and I can date your baby daddy. Okay. All up in my business. Okay, damn. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so DeAndre, um, he had Bianca for that night, and um, they were driving to Bamika's house to get more clothes for Bianca. Bamika, her mother, and two of Bamika's siblings were at her house, um, and that morning, DeAndre, DeAndre shows up without Bianca. 
according to Bamika, he was crying hysterically and blubbering, saying, they got her, they got her. Bamika and her siblings and Bamika's mother were trying to calm him down to figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. Bamika's sister immediately called the police officers, and according to the actual call, she was yelling at DeAndre to get him to give up information. I guess he was just so, like, emotional that he just, like, couldn't talk or whatever. Um, And apparently DeAndre could you know, barely talk because he was crying. So mm-hmm. it, everyone was just kind of like, I mean, I can get it together. Yeah. 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 But also it's kind of like, you know, like, okay, dude, like we got to figure this shit out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we and I know it's help, exactly like, I know this sucks, but we, you know, yeah. you're kind of like the missing piece to this puzzle right now. That's so you got to slap them off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, they finally get him to talk. DeAndre claims that he was driving down the road where like, where lights were flashing. This was about 9 o'clock in the morning on their way to Bamika's house. There was a man whose car was broken down and he tried to flag DeAndre down, which he successfully did. When he when DeAndre pulled oh, up to the side... It. Don't do it. When he pulled up to the side of the road, another man came up with a gun and stole DeAndre's car with two-year-old Bianca in it. This took place around 9.45 a.m. Whoa, this is in the morning. In the morning, right? Isn't that crazy? DeAndre didn't call the police. Instead, Hmm. he called a friend who called the police. Hmm. Um, So... Well... I'm assuming DeAndre is black. Yes. Black people don't call the police. Very true. And it's kind of like, you know, what do we do? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So police started investigating and they found DeAndre's car about 10 minutes later, about a mile um, from where he claimed that it was stolen. Uh, The car was still running and intact, but unfortunately, little Bianca was not there. Oh, my gosh. So what was a regular car thief investigation turned into a kidnapping and now the FBI had to be involved. Oh, wow. With that, interrogations were conducted, and Bamika and her side of the family were extremely cooperative. Anything investigators needed from them, they were very quick to give up or respond. Investigators then turned to DeAndre because something seemed fishy. It definitely is not likely that a car thief would quickly turn into a kidnapper. And in fact, like, so... Thinking about that, I did watch this video that, like, went viral of this guy stealing this lady's car. Have you mm-hmm, seen that? Mm-hmm. And then, like, it, the joke was like, oh, I guess he's not that bad of a human because right. there was a child in the back. He then he drove back, back. He drove back and basically kicked the kid out the car yes. and then proceeded with stealing the car. So it. I even saw a similar one where the baby was in, like, a car seat and he, like went in the back got the car seat out oh my gosh that is it over to the curb and was like get your baby (laughs) and then got in the car and drove see well there you go so it it makes sense like if you are if you're stealing cars for money you know what i mean why would you go through all the trouble of of kidnapping right so with like professionals they're thinking like this doesn't fit the mo of a car thief so um um that's funny because it doesn't you're right yeah (laughs) and it's yeah yeah so they hammered deandre and further investigated his side of the story including his family DeAndre's girlfriend was at the house the night before Bianca's disappearance. She heard DeAndre yelling at Bianca. At about 3 a.m., DeAndre's nephew, who was also at the house, witnessed DeAndre whooping Bianca for wetting the bed. Which, if you're a parent, I don't whoop your child for wetting the bed. It's not their fault. I 100% agree. I 100% you know, agree. I it's think not about their that fault. with my dog was trying yeah like i can't whoop you for peeing especially as a puppy yeah um 
But on the other side of that, again, this is like a black family. And yeah. in our culture, I mean, yeah. me, you and I, we got whoopings for nothing. 100%. You know, yeah. so it's like I, I can't sit here and say, like, was he beating her and like trying to right. abuse her no maybe no. that's all he knew yeah. was whoopings because yeah. that's a uh, that's all a lot of us know yeah is whoopings we're just now in a generation where yeah. we're like maybe we shouldn't hit our kids right <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like maybe we should break that right generational exactly. <laughs> curse so um okay so deandre admitted to paddling her uh, but he said it wasn't hard enough to hurt her. But then he, in the middle of the investigation, he said that she did fall and hit her head and was basically in and out of it, at, like, kind of after 3 a.m. Hmm. So with these stories, investigators believe DeAndre might have beaten her to death. To death. Wow. Cadaver, they then brought out cadaver dogs um, that caught Bianca sent in DeAndre's car. Um, that was against like 32 other cars that were lined up. Um, and they caught scents, the, they caught Bianca sent in his home, which, duh, you well, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's his daughter. Um, but apparently that was enough to charge DeAndre with the disappearance of Bianca. And that was like enough for him to be like the primary suspect. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say to that because I would think, of course, her scent would be in his house. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. So they continue to, you know, interrogate, interrogate who else was in the home. And basically, they were talking to the nephew and apparently a cousin, I believe, named Bella, was in the home as well. Mm -hmm. And they said that in the car on their way. And OK, another thing is that like there were like inconsistencies of the story, too. So um, another inconsistency that wasn't brought up initially was that Bella and um, his, uh, DeAndre's nephew were actually in the car in the morning um on their way to school before deandre was gonna pick up clothes um from bianca's mother's house the nephew and the cousin said that bianca bianca was in the car in the car seat but a blanket was over her face so they didn't touch her nor did they think to put like to lift the, the blanket, blanket because they figured she was sleeping but then they also mentioned but she usually snores when she sleeps so that's like something that and she wasn't snoring and she wasn't snoring so, so you think there was a dead baby there possibly or if there was a baby there at all if there was a baby there at all whoa that's crazy so with the inconsistencies that is taking it pretty far it is so they take him to trial and deandre because he is a black man it was very quick to find him guilty of course. um a felony murder and first degree child abuse wow and to this day we have not seen bianca so let me just say this so we don't even know if she's dead i mean i it's very callous for me to say this right now. It is quite possible that she oh, well, yeah, is obviously dead, but they haven't even found the body yeah. and they charged him with felony murder. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that either because there's not really any evidence that he did any there's of There's little, things. and it's, it's all, all hearsay. It's circumstantial. Yeah. It's all circumstantial and hearsay. So it's like. Ooh, yeah. So the body still yeah. has not been found. Um, so, yeah, so that's the story of the disappearance of Bianca. Wow. Um, just a brief description of her. Um, she is an African-American little girl, weighs about 25 pounds. She has black hair um, and brown eyes. Her nicknames are Bacon and Bebe. Um, she has a dimple on her left cheek, a nickel-sized circular birthmark on the right side of her lower back, and a scar under her left big toe. Her right leg is slightly bowed. Um, 
Bianca was last seen wearing a purple or pink jacket with gold piping or rhinestones or beads, um, a pink shirt, pink tights, and pink shoes. Do you have a picture of her? I do. Oh my goodness. Um, and DeAndre remains, he's keeping his innocence. Yeah, yeah. It's like, did they even prove that the carjacking wasn't real? Like, is there, like, did you eat, like, you can't, like. There was little investigation. Yeah. Oh, oh, beautiful little baby. Oh, that's so sad. She's yeah. She's so beautiful. She's adorable. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's sad. Obviously, like, if this is something that he did, lock him the fuck up 100% but um, they haven't found the body yet so I don't think it's it's right to charge him with felony well, murder no, when they not, don't even have proof that she was even murdered they not find the body or if see or even yeah. find out if she's murdered or not but the fact that like they didn't prove anything at in all in that investigation right he, they didn't prove if he was innocent or guilty nope and that is fucked up for our justice system because that's the thing it, the constitution and i think this is what the constitution <laughs> says is that men are proven or men are innocent until proven guilty and i think when it comes to a lot of our black men our men um yeah they are guilty until yep. proven innocent and in this 100%. case they didn't prove him innocent no. or guilty no absolutely so. not it was very quick it was a quick investigation um <laughs> but mika because they were not on bad terms she did say that she can't see that he would harm her right. at all. Um, although, like, Bamika and, like, the rest of the family, like, they're definitely confused. Mm -hmm, they they are vouching for his good character, for sure. Okay, so even they are, like, kind of... Kind of... They have his back. They, like, it, in a sense, yeah. And, of course, investigators brought up, like, in court his rap sheet. So he of has, course. like... You know, he had like outstanding warrants and whatever, but I my, my thing is is that it's I mean I don't know. I don't know. Just because somebody can have a shady past doesn't mean that they murdered their, their daughter. Own daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's, but with that's that, a so a theory is that um because of his like what he was involved in in the past, it could have been other people who were after him oh, that might have him. taken her that's interesting yeah so that is possible yeah but we don't know yeah yeah oh man that the story of the carjacking too is just like crazy because i don't know and i'm sure deandre would feel five in the morning the yeah. sun is out bro like, i'm sure deandre would feel kind of like he may have so let's say like the theory is right like let's mm -hmm. say it was like a kidnapping because mm -hmm. other people were kind of like after him or whatever i'm sure he would feel responsible and he wouldn't tell the whole story still yeah you know what true. i mean yeah yeah that's true Ooh, and the know. fact that she may or may not have been in the back seat of the car yeah right. while he was dropping off the other little ones to school well even just like like we were saying like they were saying when it comes to a carjacking if there's a kid in the car it's not likely that the carjackers are gonna like do the kidnapping as well right blah 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 all this stuff um um what was i about to say don't you think it's kind of not likely that he would have her dead in the car seat with the blanket over her face and is it not likely that like yeah. he would pretend that she was there if she wasn't there? you yeah. know like but i guess if you I, accidentally like kill your kid and you don't know what to do yeah but like to have know. your like yeah to go like that his far nephew or something nephew that and was his cousin there, yeah it's like you're not gonna like would you From go that far? From the off chance that they want to go, like, yeah, be like, touch the baby or yeah. Yeah, see the baby or whatever. It Ugh. just, it, that, like, that just doesn't seem, it just kind of seems like maybe investigators or, like, the prosecutors were using that, like, mm. testimony from the nephew of, yeah. like, well, I don't know if she was in there or not. So they were like, ha-ha, they didn't yeah. know if she was in there. Yeah. You know? so yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. That's true. 
I don't know. That's that's a hard case because I don't want to be like, oh, he didn't do it. Because, yeah. Like what the what if he did? What if he you did? Know? Exactly. Like, but I also cannot sit here and like have and be all confident this faith in the justice system. Yeah. And I can't be confident that he did it. Yeah. You know, in a lot of cases like this, we see a lot of men on death row right now that have the same kind of situations where they weren't proven guilty, but they weren't proven innocent. And so they're on death row. And it's like, come on, you could at least like do a fair trial. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's not fair. It's Mm -hmm. not fair to do that. Mm -hmm. You can't just assume he did it. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Good story. Okay. Dude. Whoa. What such sad stories. So basically today has taught me to just not have kids. Yeah. Or don't when you do have children, don't trust anybody. At all. Just keep them in your house. Seriously. Locked, locked up. Away. <laughs> <laughs> they can never go out. Ever. You're not allowed to talk to anyone. No one. Goodness gracious. Yeah. The world. Jeez. Such a such a sad, sad place out here. <laughs> it really is. What does Charlemagne call it? Parental paranoia? Mm. That is a real thing. I can imagine. The first time I dropped Charlie, my dog, <laughs> off yeah. at the groomers, I was like terrified that mm. they were gonna kidnap him for some reason. I don't know what Shut it was or why. Seriously. <laughs> Only when I dropped him, like they were like, "Oh, he's so cute," and I'm like, "Yeah, thank you. He is so cute." And then they're like, "Is he chipped? Like, is he microchipped?" Oh no! And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Oh, you need to make sure you get him microchipped. He's cute. Somebody will take him real quick." And I was like, "Bitch, give me my dog." Okay, <laughs> I don't like this. Yes. I don't like your tone, ma'am. I'm terrified. Oh my god. But luckily, I still have him. <sighs> But just the fact of that, yeah. like I, the bad vibe, yeah. And why would you say that? Exactly, weirdo? yeah. Don't ever say that. Yeah. Like, do you have a dog of your own? Do you know how it, what it is and what it's like? Seriously, Jesus. And so that that's my baby. I couldn't imagine if I actually pushed out a baby out of my vagina. Oh my god! You know, the like feeling that I would get with like. Oh. I don't know if a stranger, you know how like so. Oh, maybe I should stop doing this. Like I always see babies. Oh my god, he or she is so cute, such a cute baby. I'm sure the moms are like, okay, thank you, back the fuck up. Now they like have your face in the back of their head just in case their daughter goes missing that day. Oh boy, what the fuck? Yeah, I turn into an assassin for my child for sure. Shout out to the parents, man. Yeah, seriously. That is a different you guys type are, of fear, dude. Whew, that's a imagine. that's a level of stress seriously. that you have to live with for the rest of your life. Dropping your kid off at school. I have seen videos or I've seen like articles oh, no. where like daycares, like oh. the daycare workers were fost- were hosting, f- were hosting fight clubs. Oh my god. With the preschool students. It's so crazy. Dude. I'd kill someone. I can't be a parent now. I'd kill someone. Seriously. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It goes back to the thing like we've talked about before. The people in these positions, it's just a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can't expect like to drop your kid off at like a daycare or a preschool and think that they're gonna take the best possible care of your kid, even yeah. though they're supposed to. And a lot of times they probably will. Yeah. But at the same time, like there are a lot of like daycare providers and teachers who are just there because that that's their job. They yeah. make money. Yeah. So that they can buy their, I don't know, one bedroom apartment or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh man, crazy. Oh boy. Crazy, crazy. But that was our episode today. Thanks for listening. Yeah, as always, we appreciate you guys. I hope you guys were drinking with us because we took shots and it was great. It was lovely. It was lovely. Um, And until next time, for you all, make sure you uh, tune into our Instagram live, 7 p.m. PST. (laughs) (laughs) How long can I go with the accent? Um, but yeah, make sure you tune in and make sure you let everybody in the world know that we drop our podcast episode every Thursday. Thursday. So if you're on your way to work, if you're at work, yeah, if or you're cleaning, if you're up at 12 a.m. and you just need something to do and you just want to put us on, put us on, man. Put us on. We're here. We're fucking here. Do it now. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's cheers it out to the next meta. Clean, clean, clean.